0: But we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know what trips are telephones that are no different to you?
1: Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Plachetti, and I am here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the internet's
0: bullshit. And I'm Matt Saintsing, and I am running on Duncan this morning. I got a cold brew with oat milk, and I'm amped up, ready to go. I think
1: Tom Brady's having an impact on the Tampa population because I believe you've turned into a mass hole. I didn't
0: really realize the connection between shitty donuts and coffee and great quarterbacks and the commonwealth of Massachusetts right yeah right <laughs> when I first moved to the DC area I was in a house in Maryland I lived with this guy who was from Boston easily the most racist person I lived with and that's including people I lived with in the army so
1: <laughs> I went to basic training with a guy named Sully
0: okay. uh, short
1: for Sullivan he was from South Boston South and Boston. yeah you know he's one of those guys um you know, his, his backstory is like, oh, I could, you know, I was going to I was going to play minor league ball, but my shoulder got torn up. But he worked as a high school janitor. And then after nine eleven he joined the he joined the army to, to become a to really capitalize on his janitor skills. He joined the uh, army. You joke, but that's kind of <laughs> what the story is about. So in basic training, we lived in a bay, which is basically just a big rectangular room with bunk beds on either side and separated by wall lockers. And. In the center of this, they had an area that was cordoned off with, you know, just painted off with like the unit logo in the middle. And that was called the kill zone. And you had to walk (laughs) around it as a show of obedience. You know, the circumambulation uh, that took place there was a way to it's part of the breaking you down and building you back up process, making you follow arbitrary rules for arbitrary reasons just to see if you will.
0: It's one of the dumb things they do in basic training, just one of many,
1: one yeah. of many. This guy Sully, being a former janitor, took charge of the floor care. So he buffed the floor, you know, oh, wow. he, he got the he got the electric buffer. Out. It was fucking beautiful. Like nobody could buff a floor like this guy, like Sully. <laughs> no, no amateur. Like this guy brought it to a professional level because he was uh, he was a professional janitor. Okay. We had a guy in the unit named Danny. He was from Belgium. And he's a he's a he's a good sized guy, but he was really jolly, super friendly. And there was an incident where he did one of those like little skipping things across because there were no drill sergeants in the area. He did one of those skipping things across the kill zone to get to the other side without doing the circumambulatory <laughs>
0: process. He was he was tiptoeing like Fred. He was like like Fred Flintstone bowling. Yeah, exactly. He twinkle toes
1: right across the uh, right across the kill zone instead of, you know, doing the the act of subservience of walking around it while nobody was looking. Well, it turns out somebody was looking and that was Sully, who had just finished buffing the kill zone.
0: So he's pissed. He's like, you fucking muscle eating son of a bitch.
1: Well, that would that would imply a level of cultural familiarity that Sully was not willing to muster. What he said was, as he popped up off the bunk on the other side is, what the fuck you fucking doing? You fucking German fuck dancing across the fucking kill zone like it's the fucking Mayflower coming to my fucking country. Oh, my God.
0: It was racist against the people on the Mayflower.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) what I thought was so beautiful about that, that sort of New England sense of the profane. Yeah. He included in there an intentional misorigination, I guess you would say just as a generic way of saying you European motherfucker. Yeah. And then yeah. dancing across the kill zone. Like it's the like it's the fucking Mayflower coming to my fucking country. is just beautiful. There's a historical illusion as a young 18 year old man. It really made an impression. I mean, I'm still talking about it 20 years later. You were not 18 when you were in basic training.
0: Yes, I was. You re- did, were you really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you went to college for before for for you No, years I just I went. just
1: sound smart, Matt. I'm not really. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that's yeah, that that's why we have a podcast with me. Yeah. Matt, exactly. Matt and I
1: finally agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh but you know, another thing that I think we'll probably agree on. I came across it was a screenshot from deadstate.org, and the title of the article is. Christian TV host, vegetarian hamburgers are Luciferian plot to change human DNA. Mm. And basically the summary that's offered in that same clip, which is probably coming from Twitter or another social media platform, says Rick Wiles thinks that meatless foods can alter human DNA in order to cause human beings to no longer be technically classified as humans. A plot that would make it impossible for them to be saved by Christ.
0: Well, as a senior vegetarian correspondent on this show. (laughs) Um, let me go ahead and say that I am not a big fan of veggie burgers, uh, however, well, because I'm not I'm not trying to change my DNA is why I'm not a big uh, fan yeah, of veggie burgers. Right? I mean, that's as good a reason as any. This is just another batshit crazy thing. First of all, this guy, Rick Wilds, I've never seen him in my life. He just looks like the Crypt Keeper. Like, dude is <laughs> just like he looks like a thousand years old, looks like a vampire. Uh, he looks like he should be in Congress. Quite frankly, just like, <laughs> he looks old enough yeah. to run this country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, definitely, and crazy enough to run this country too. Yeah, so yeah, he he is a little bit on the crazy side. So
1: I, I looked into this guy. He was born in 1953, so he's 69 years old. Huh. Nice. He's a far right conspiracy theorist, and he is the senior pastor at a uh, one of those like mega churches, Flowing Streams Church. Uh, He founded a company called True News. T R U
0: News. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even spell True right. (laughs) Uh, Do you think? Are you sure it's not Trun Is? It might be Trun E W S. Trun tr- trun use, you know. Every now and then, these things pop up on the internet, and I'm just so thankful they do every time because this is fucking wild. <laughs> I mean, the the idea that you can eat food that will change your DNA. You know, I'm I'm not that big fan of ve- veggie burgers because a veggie burger can never live up to an actual burger. You know, what I'm saying so yeah. when I when I eat a veggie burger, it's like it's like the hand jobs of the vegetarian world, right? It's like <laughs> eh, it, it's 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 all right, but it's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, right? you know. You know?
1: I haven't had a lot of them. I've actually got Beyond Burgers in my oh yeah, they're, they're freezer pretty good right now. They're pretty good, yeah. I've got Beyond Burgers in my freezer right now because I was planning that uh, barbecue that I canceled because I got exposed to COVID. That's right. So they're in my freezer, just waiting for vegetarians to manifest at my house. You're
0: waiting for me, honestly. I do like Beyond Burgers. I think I think those are the exception. Uh, have you had Have you had a Beyond Whopper?
1: I have not. I've had the Beyond Sausage Breakfast Sandwich from Starbucks. And it tastes just as good as their regular microwave sausage. So,
0: so shitty. So pretty shitty. Yeah. 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 I work with a guy who loves Starbucks breakfast. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Starbucks is so fucking gross when it comes to breakfast foods. (laughs) Everything's just
1: kind of in a soggy fucking envelope. It's a and yeah, tastes good. Like their food doesn't even fucking taste good. Like pastries, fine carrot cake, coffee cake, whatever the fuck they have. Well, yeah, because then, it's butter and sugar. If they're fucking that, right. up, they shouldn't be in the business. Yeah, their pastries are absolutely fine, but anything that they have to cook there is getting cooked in a fucking hot pocket sleeve. There's your yeah. fucking sign. Yeah. All right. Um. So Rick Wiles. Advances this. This is coming on the heels of you know accusations that Jews are seeking to take control of countries to kill millions of Christians, um, advocating hollow po- use of hollow point bullets against Black Lives Matter protesters. Holy shit! Oh my god! And suggesting in 2019 that if Donald Trump lost the election, that there are people in this country—veterans, cowboys, mountain men, guys who knows how to fight that are going to hunt them
0: down and make them pay. Well, he's not wrong about that.
1: (laughs) Now, as far as his actual claim that DNA can be altered by food, we know that this is not true. It comes up all the time in GMO discussions, which actually made this pretty easy to research. Uh, The Royal Society, which is basically the UK's National Science Academy, states that most plants or animals contain about 30,000 genes. And most GM crops contain an additional one to 10 genes in their cells, which means the modifications being made through the GMO process are actually very small.
0: Yeah, uh, the whole GMO thing, I remember maybe it was five, 10 years ago now, there was like a GMO craze. And I just think that is like the hippie left. It's just wrong. Like everything you eat is a G, like the apples you eat is technically a GMO. The corn you eat is technically a GMO, right? Yeah, because of selective human, breeding and, yes, and exactly, yeah,
1: human interference. The cultivation process, the act of domesticating is genetically modifying organisms
0: for our benefit.
1: And I I think it's only fair to point out that the anti-GMO stuff is on the left and the right. So if you live on the fringes of either side of our political spectrum, you're questioning science in general in a lot of ways. The only question is whether you do it because your chakras aren't aligning properly or because uh, Norwegian Jesus says (laughs) it says not to eat it.
0: Yeah, I would say they think they're avoiding GMOs, but they're not really because nearly everything we eat has been genetically modified in some way or another, right? So it's just kind of crazy. The National Academy also tells us that processing
1: food by cooking leads to a partial or complete breakdown of the DNA molecules, whatever their origin. Likewise, most DNA that is eaten is broken down by our digestive systems, but small quantities of fragmented DNA can pass into the bloodstream and organs without any known effect.
0: I, I guess, like, how many genes are in a veggie burger if it's if it's not meat, right? Well, You're talking about, like, ground-up <laughs> plant material.
1: I, I, I think... Like, I want to comment on the the caption above it is that Rick Wiles thinks that meatless foods can alter human DNA. Meatless foods we typically just call vegetables.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But because that's a comment on it, not necessarily a quote, I think I can let that one slide. However, what I can't let slide is the idea is the idea that somehow this food is going to change our fundamental DNA. What's interesting is if you look at the two main producers, we talked about Impossible and Beyond, Uh, So Beyond Meat does it without GMOs. So there's no GMOs in those. Uh, Impossible does use genetically modified soybeans. And again, no danger to either of those products as a result of the the vegetables that they're using.
0: I think that comes down to what they define as a GMO because I think soybeans, as we eat and enjoy them today, absolutely have been modified genetically. Anytime you create
1: a huge monoculture, whether it's genetically modified or otherwise, you're changing the natural variety in human diet. I mean... Yeah, Uh, soy and soy and (laughs) corn are in everything. There are ways that we're changing our diet. Now, what's interesting is our our DNA is not immutable. Mutations occur. And although Lamarckian genetics have been discredited, the idea that the actions and, and events of your parents' lives can affect your evolutionary status, the idea that Giraffes are essentially just horses who kept reaching for higher and higher trees. Yeah, yeah. That's the not the idea now. that the act of what happens during the course of the creature's life, as opposed to a random mutation that happens before the creature is born, that's what is, la- is, yeah. is largely rejected. However, they have found evidence of changes in people's DNA as a result of starvation. So hmm. if the parent starves, then that can alter the parent's DNA that then gets passed on to the child. So there, there is there is some wiggle room on Lamarckian genetics, and again, science is always to be continued. You know what I mean? We're always we're always discovering new things, and we're always looking for new information. The idea that we're able to revisit concepts from Lamarckian genetics and say, "Okay, well, maybe there's a possibility or a limited scope in which these things can happen," speaks to not the fallibility of science, but rather the comprehensiveness of science.
0: What I think is particularly interesting about this is it is, is it's a it's a plot. To make it impossible for people to be saved by Christ. Because if I'm reading this correctly, you're by eating these vegetarian burgers, a person is slowly being turned into a non-human. And of course, humans have dominion over animals. Humans have souls, according to, I think, pretty standard Christian doctrine, right? Yeah. So who is it are the people that are hatching this plot? (laughs) Well, (laughs) are these these Satanists or these non-human Satanists? Yeah, Luciferians. Non-human Satanists. (laughs) The Luciferians are doing it. Man. Possibly the lizard people. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a
1: whole other episode That's yeah. a
0: whole
1: other string of episodes Is the various reptilians That's currently a whole at work in other s-
0: string of DNA <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So many reptilians
1: in government I can't even begin to talk about it Let's just take it one branch at a time yeah. uh, But I guess to all this uh, Mr. Wiles would reply As he has many times on his website Noah was a conspiracy theorist too Until it started to rain <laughs> Uh, By the way, I would like to point out that there is no archaeological or scientific evidence to suggest that an actual worldwide flood did occur. Yeah, no shit.
0: (laughs) But speaking of things that we have seen absolutely no evidence of, I believe you had a topic. I mean, I I do have a topic, but this absolutely we have evidence for, I would say. So I saw a recent headline that just like jumped off the page for me essentially saying that United States Special Operations soldiers have been attacked by a knife wielding ninja. I read it was a katana. The katana was the weapon, and so the but the guy is a ninja. Is what I'm saying. But it's not a katana; is not a knife. That's a three foot sword, sword. like a sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So you want to rephrase that? (laughs) No, I no, I don't. I I I think um they did specifically
1: say a katana, and katana is not a knife by definition. I play a lot of D and D. Okay, I I said, why does that fucking matter? Because a knife does D four damage, and a katana does D ten damage. Oh
0: god, you know, let's just move on to the next topic. Um, No, so um, did this actually happen? 100% yes. A man wearing all black attacked suspected members of the Army's Special Operations Aviation Regiment, or SOAR. Mm -hmm.
1: That's a good acronym.
0: This is a unit that gives helicopter support to Special Operations. If you've seen Black Hawk Down, these are the guys flying the Flying the Blackhawks that crashed into in Somalia. Two soldiers required stitches from this attack. And what happened was this is an airfield in the Mojave Desert, about 100 miles north of Los Angeles. Sometime after 1 a.m. on September 18th, the military incident report, which of course leaked and posted to the Internet, <laughs> says that, you know, some guy was outside smoking and joking. And then this ninja came up and says, do you know who I am? The guy's like, no. He's like, Do you know who my family is? The guy's like, no. And then he just started attacking. And this soldier, this special operations soldier, ran inside like a bunker, locked the door. uh, And then this guy was just like this, like ninja was just banging on the door, uh, was able to slash uh, the staff sergeant and a captain that both required stitches. What I think is one of the most hilarious things about this is a a U.S. Special Operations Command spokesman had to actually confirm this on the record. (laughs) (laughs) But he did not give any other information no, my,
1: my my question is, what sort of, uh, so the SOAR unit They're obviously, they're the pilots, they're the aviators They're not your Green Berets Well, no, they're not But, they, but, but y- they provide support, but they do like
0: SEER training and things like that That set them apart from other aviation units, correct? Well, yeah yeah, you have to go through a selection process. It's called Green Platoon when you want to become. And we, we both know about this because we were stationed at the same place where they're headquartered, right? Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Uh, if you're a pilot or an enlisted crew chief or any support of support MOS, um, Intel, communications, whatever you go, you have to go through this selection process, right? So you are a cut above. You have to volunteer for it. No one gets assigned there accidentally. If you're a pilot, you have to have so many flight hours flying at night. They have special airframes that the rest of the army doesn't use. And these guys are actually they were supporting a ranger regiment that was doing a field training in the middle of the Mojave Desert.
1: And I used to actually live in the middle of the Mojave Desert uh, when my dad was a Marine, as mentioned earlier in this episode, and we were stationed at uh, 29 Palms, California. It's really a, a beautiful place to live in a in a rugged, sort of sparse way.
0: They have like lemon trees down there, right? Like lemon, lemon groves and shit like that? I never ate a lemon in the desert. I, I mean, I'm sure I ate a lemon in the desert. I don't know. I d- I, I no did, idea. but it was in Iraq. I did, but it was in Iraq at the defense.
1: That, that was that was a lemon party, Matt. That's very different. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. That's what I blocked out of my that's what I blocked out of my uh, memory. I don't remember what a lemon party is. And is this something that you can tell me offline? Because I'm pretty sure it's disgusting, whatever yeah, it's, it is. It, it,
0: it's something I don't want to talk about on the Internet, but I'll, I'll let you know offline. Listener, go ahead and Google lemon party, and then you will be as horrified as I am in this moment right now.
1: All right. Well, I'm not horrified right now because I actually have no idea what it is. I'm like a middle schooler repeating something. I heard on the playground with no concept of what it is.
0: Do you want to know what it is right now? Uh, you can tell me and I'll edit it out. We'll, we'll just bleep it. We'll, we'll bleep the good parts. So according to UrbanDictionary.com, uh-huh. Lemon Party is one of the unholy trinity of internet pictures, <laughs> which all must witness to be jaded internet users. Uh, Lemon Party is probably the tamest of the three by just being... Believe me, the other two are worse. <laughs> so it's just like... You know. Oh, OK. Well, yeah. I, I never I never did
1: that in the desert.
0: Um, well, again, that makes one of us. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was in elementary school at the time, so not an appropriate. Oh, to... <laughs> I've, so this um, this captain in the 160th uh, with Special Operations Aviation Regiment, again, sore. Great, great name. Uh, he was actually struck by a chunk of asphalt because this guy was kicking and punching the windows, grabbed a large chunk of asphalt and then heaved it through the window and struck this fucking captain in the head.
1: Well, a ninja knows how to use their surroundings. I learned that from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, did Did you ever notice that in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, they don't actually use their weapons? Uh, No, I didn't because I was like seven. Well, they only use their surroundings because parents complained after they used weapons in the first movie when they wow. took their kids to go see ninjas.
0: I love TMNT. Let's just go ahead and say yeah. it right now. And when I was a kid, the story I've heard is I was in Ninja Turtle pajamas walking around in a circle chanting T-U-R-T-L-E power, which is not nearly as bad as the other power chants I could have been doing at that age.
1: No, uh, that that just goes to show that you had a you, you had a good, wholesome upbringing.
0: Yeah, that's right. So the Ridgecrest Police Department said, they call it a sword, by the way, not a katana. So they called it a sword. And about 30 minutes, uh, you know, 26 special operations members <laughs> were were hunkering down in a hangar. <laughs> What what I think is funny is that uh, the incident report was actually shared uh, on the Instagram meme page. And this Instagram meme page has the best name. It's called Daddy Soarbucks, like Special Operations Aviation Regiment nice. Sorbucks. It, it posted several memes mocking the company and the battalion over the incident. Uh, the regiment did not immediately respond to a query from Stars and Stripes, but the uh, Special Operations Command definitely confirmed the incident. I think it's absolutely wild. I'm not sure when the last time the U.S. soldier was injured by a ninja. <laughs> so uh, I hope this is just like a Chinese, like they're sending... Uh, ninjas over to, I guess ninjas are Japanese. Japan is a pretty, uh, we're going to call them an endogamous population. Can you define that?
1: Meaning that they tend to, there's not a huge immigrant population there. They are culturally and and homogenous, very homogenous, racially homogenous. Endogamous is people who only marry within their own culture, a a culturally and ethnically homogenous group. Uh, with limited immigrant populations. so so the fact that the guy's name uh, was Gino Rivera would seem to imply that he's a an Italian ninja, maybe. Yeah, I, I just want to know who this guy's family is, and then we can really determine
0: who's behind it. <laughs> maybe he's adopted. I don't know. Based on my reading of this, it just sounds like someone who is like unwell. Sounds like someone who's got some pro- some some mental problems, and he just picked a fight with the wrong people, or maybe the right people because he drove. I don't know. Them. Sounds like he got away with it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, he didn't because he got arrested. Uh, He absolutely absolutely did not get away with it, but he definitely is like he can charge with
1: assault, attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, brandishing a weapon, brandishing a weapon with the
0: intent to resist or prevent an arrest. These special ops soldiers, I mean, how embarrassed are they? They're supposed to be the baddest ass of the baddest ass. You best believe there's Rangers, Green Berets, Navy SEALs. They are they got to be just like, what do you mean? Like. One guy drove away all these people who supposedly went through this, this selection process. I just think it's very embarrassing for them. But the guy was outside smoking a cigarette. No one expects a ninja. No one expects a ninja. I'm just gonna go, I mean, <laughs> that's, you know? that's kind of their thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not only is this story true, but in this circumstance, although we can joke about a ninja chasing special forces or special, a special operations unit making them hide in their own hangar, oh, they yeah. actually did the right thing. They went into a secure location. They locked the doors and they called the police because otherwise we'd be reading about the United States military gunning down a random samurai in the fucking desert.
0: Yeah. At 1 a.m. Right after 1 a.m. And and yes, I
1: understand the difference between a ninja and a samurai. Carry
0: on. He might have been a Ronin. I don't know. My call sign in Iraq was Ronin. I'll have you know. Oh, yeah. Like Ronin Pharaoh. Cool. Uh, No, no. R-O-N-I-N. Wow. Like a like like a like a Praetorian guard or some shit like that.
1: A Ronin is actually an unsworn samurai.
0: So a, a samurai without a feudal lord. Well, I feel like then I need to have an alibi. Where was I on September 18th past 1 a.m.? You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's not Gino Rivera, and I, I would never knife wield a special operations unit. I, I guess the, the question is is how exposed were these guys? Like, does anyone can just walk up and just start yeah, splashing these
1: people? Uh most military bases are just pretty protected
0: by a barbed wire fence and it's not like they patrol the fence regularly well I'll go ahead and say that this guy does not sneak up into a military base he was at some civilian airfield supporting an oh. exercise well, so in it that wasn't case, really there, like yeah
1: there probably yeah. wasn't even barbed wire on the fence the dude probably just hopped the fence I just think there's a security concern there call me crazy I will not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stigmatize mental health Matt oh, oh well, <laughs> you know sorry yes and you're crazy
0: <laughs> Uh, some some mental health should be stigmatized and just like like, like when you're wielding a knife to try to s- slash a soldier. I think that's that, that that's up there.
1: Stigmatizing mental health is an asshole thing to do most of the time. But I do have a question from the Am I the Asshole subreddit.
0: Yeah, and we haven't done a whole lot of these, but I'm excited to jump into this one. This asshole. I'm I'm excited. I am excited to jump in this asshole and just like really revel in it. Have my maybe start a lemon party. Who knows? Right. Feet first, splash around. Let's get in this asshole. Oh, man. Take a deep breath and then pull your head out of your ass. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) All right. So the question is, am I the asshole if I kick out people staying with us, even if it means they become homeless? Now, well, without I looking at the details, gut reaction to that is, yeah, probably.
0: Well, I, you would think so. I think it has to do with context, and I'm curious to know what the context is. Is this guy just kicking out people just so they can be homeless? Because if that's the case, he's the asshole.
1: I don't think that's the case right now because uh, and I've got a nice, quick little two line summary here. We're not going to read the whole thing because they do provide a lot of additional details. But here's the here are the nuts and bolts, brass tacks of the situation. A couple renting a room through Airbnb had a couple check in who were down on their luck. They agreed to work out a discounted arrangement after the Airbnb terms. end, uh, And they did so offline that allowed the customer to continue staying in that room in their house. Since then, both of the people who are staying with them have had their cars uh, repossessed. They haven't paid a dime of rent, (laughs) don't have jobs. They hang out by the pool and smoke weed all day. By the way, hashtag squad goals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they rely on their hosts for rides and food. Uh, so the the host here wants to know if they're the
0: asshole if they kick them out. I'll go ahead and say that the uh, description of hosts is accurate because these people are sure are parasites. <laughs> like they're just there's leeching on to
1: this guy who's trying to run a business. The only way this turns out where the poster is actually the asshole is if we find out that they were Airbnb renting to their own kids. Ooh. So, oh, so <laughs> so like if their twenty or thirty something kid moved back in with them, sits by the pool all day and
0: smokes weed, I think that's a that's a slightly different context than when strangers do it. The fact that these guys had their cars repossessed, how do they get the money together to pay for the initial Airbnb stay?
1: Well, that's just it. They paid for the initial Airbnb stay. So I've, I've done Airbnb many times by not paying he, their car note is how they did. It. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, okay, we're gonna skip a car payment. We're gonna get. Uh, We're going to get four days at this Airbnb and then we're just going to stay at the Airbnb if that's cool. And the answer is no, it's not cool. You cannot do that.
0: That alludes to like premeditation. But I think it kind of makes sense that these people are like, oh, we'll stay here. And then they just are so bad with money and mismanagement that they just ran out and they decided we're going to ride this coattail as long as possible. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what's going on. And I think that's an asshole thing to do for sure. <laughs> that is,
1: I, I think that the guests in the circumstances are absolutely the asshole because oh, yeah. it doesn't sound like they're actually contributing to the environment that they're living in.
0: No, no, they're they're contributing to
1: the chaos yeah, the folks that they're staying with, you know, they cut them a deal and said, hey, you can continue to stay in this room at less than we marketed on Airbnb. And these folks are just chilling. And, and I'm not I'm not one of those people that constantly shames folks that are in financial straits. Good, because good. good. I mean, because you, you don't know you don't know people's lives. But at the same time, I also believe that you cannot act. You should not as a as a person, even if you are in need actively make your problem somebody else's problems while also visibly not contributing to the solution.
0: I, I wouldn't call the initial renter an asshole. I would say that um, how do you like not have a lease or some sort of written formal agreement? So I think this person just made a, made a bad judgment call. He's not the asshole. The asshole is definitely the couple who are overstaying their welcome on purpose. How do they get money to buy the weed, by the way? Maybe they just had a bunch of weed. Maybe they're maybe
1: their job is selling weed. <laughs> oh, well, they should. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're really bad at selling weed because it sells itself. Let me tell you, you know, what? maybe they're great at selling weed, which is why they sit around smoking weed all day and they're just lousy at paying rent. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, well, and, their, and their car payment, too. Apparently, they, they're saving so much money on monthly car payments right now. <laughs> and gas and gas. <laughs> they're not paying for gas. They're not paying for food. They're not paying for rent. They're not paying for their
0: consequences. They're not paying for <laughs> no
1: nothing. This they're not paying. paying
0: for their de- they're not paying for their decisions. Yeah, yeah. Not accountable in any sense of the like. Like I, like I said, if they have they have weed,
1: then they have they potentially have the capital to start a new business. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is confusing
1: to me. Uh, well, that that's just it. Like I always get butthurt when like Fox News rants about people on food stamps oh, eating lobster yeah. and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't yeah. want to fall into that fucking ideological trap here. But there is clearly somebody who is being taken advantage of. This isn't like a rental property. This is literally a room in their house, and they're feeding these people
0: who and, are not paying
1: rent. And giving them rides. They're not and, paying room yeah. and board. Yeah, you, you need to jettison as quickly as possible. Those people are not your responsibility, and they're clearly not your friends. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, no, these are not. It's one thing to help a stranger out who who needs help. It's another thing to be consistently taken advantage of by strangers and don't let that happen. Do we
0: know where this is? Because if it's in Palo Alto, I don't feel bad for the people squatting because it's expensive as shit out there.
1: Oh, uh, we do know it's in Florida. Oh, because of course it is. Oh, of course, course it, it is. is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. we
1: smoke weed, but we sell meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fancy one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Florida fancy, Florida fancy. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Speaking of the shit that's
1: taking off in Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I believe you had a space-related topic. I do. I. I. God, that was. That's so good. That's so good. I came across a question on no stupid questions. This is not a stupid question by virtue of it being on the subreddit. And I, I
1: love it. I love it because it is a clearinghouse for the smartest questions you could possibly ask.
0: Absolutely. Um, well, I, I, que-
1: that might be a misstatement, but it's uh, certainly no dumb question. No stupid questions.
0: No, of course not. So this question is posed by Dr. Chaos 2000. Fuck yeah. Who asks, uh, God, that that was so loud. That that made my fucking dick jump. Sorry, let me let me (laughs) let me try again. Fuck yeah. Which is just what the astronauts would sound like if they're pounding their pud on the International Space Station. Well, what's the question? The question is, do (laughs) astronauts in the ISS masturbate? (laughs) First of all, great question in in space. Can anyone hear you scream? (laughs) Can anyone hear you cream in space?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. And the best part of this is Matt suggested this topic and he sent me the text. Do astronauts in the ISS masturbate? And originally, when I read it, I thought it said, do astronauts in ISIS masturbate? i like, ISIS doesn't have a <laughs> space program. Not not yet, but they're they not blasting Zimbabwe. off.
0: They're definitely blasting off. Does Zimbabwe have a space program? Uh, there's actually,
1: uh, I don't want to steal content from other podcasts. There's actually an omnibus project podcast episode about the Zimbabwe space program as a huge like I I don't want to describe it as a scam and I also don't want to spoil it so when you get done listening to this episode go ahead and look up the Zimbabwe space program that Ken Jones and John Roderick do a fantastic job of explaining it
0: that's interesting um well let's talk talk about space and what to do with it um there's definitely problems with gravity when you're talking when you're talking specifically about males in space, um, NASA studies have pointed out that the, the gravity shift causes blood to flow in the opposite direction, right? And it also decreases your blood pressure. So the blood kind of moves upwards towards the head and chest away from your lower extremities. Uh, space could be literally a boner killer. Oh, wow. That,
1: that Actually, that totally makes sense because if you think about it, your body is pressurized with the idea that gravity is going to be pulling the blood down. So your body probably pumps harder to keep the blood up you know what I mean yeah for sure for sure so that, tot- that that totally checks out
0: but is that a boner killer? Here's another thing to think about is when astronauts cry in space, which is what I do before and after I masturbate, <laughs> uh, especially on Valentine's Day when I was single. But you, when you cry in space, the tears do not fall down. They just kind of go off to the side here. It's very sad that I know that. Who's, who who are these astronauts <laughs> crying in space right now? So, I, But I think that's instructive of how the blood operates. Even if you can assume that you can have, you know, a, a boner in space, where the fuck do they find the time? Every minute is like calculated on a space mission. It's, it's accounted for. They don't have like a, hey, man, here's 15 minutes. Go do what you got to do. If you don't have the if you don't have the free time to luxuriate in your in, your, in, the, in the majesty of the temple of your body, then <laughs> bask in a pinnacle of scientific achievement by pounding your pud. <laughs> <laughs> what I would do is if if I was in space and I wanted to sneak away for some unschedulized recreational activity, uh, I would say, hey, uh, NASA, hey, Houston. We have some unscheduled maintenance in the in the in the bay. Um, I'm going to need between two to five minutes to figure out this (laughs) this problem out. But that's with male um, masturbation. I I, I don't know. I I think it might be easier for women to masturbate in space um, only because based on what I know about the female anatomy, which Which is is very very limited. (laughs) Very little is that it's easier to shove something in than to make something erect. You know, that is also
1: assuming just one mode of like guys are pretty simple when it comes to masturbation, like the, the mechanics of it. But ladies have a have a more complex, varied and rich process by which they can achieve orgasm. Their physiology allows for multiple ways to
0: stimulate and ejaculate. I, uh, I love that we're mansplaining how women vagina works to presumably women listening to this podcast right now. Well, we have- <laughs> <laughs> but I'm into it. I'm, I mean, I'm into it. I'm not I'm not shaming. I, I- Most of the terrifying aliens I see in science
1: fiction are in some way a perversion of the female genitalia. So like Predator. Uh, Predator, Alien, those monsters on Stranger Things. It's, they're all just, they're all just... Independence Day? Independence Day, yeah, I would say Independence Day, too. The way, like, they they, they split open, there's, like, goo, and then there's a baby inside. Yeah. Well, they're tiny, they're tiny aliens,
0: but let's be real, those aliens look like little fetuses. Here's, yeah, they definitely do. Here is a good fact for people out there. Everyone knows the word phallic is associated to things that look like penises, but uh, the female version is called Yannick. If you see something out there that looks like a vagina... Uh, it is called Yannick. So that's just, a, that's just a good word to drop in conversation. Hopefully not at work. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> unless you work at NASA. If you're a xenobiologist working for NASA, <laughs> you may have to
0: use the word yonic to, to describe virtually any non-humanoid species you come in contact with. NASA has actually gone on the record. There was a reporter who asked NASA, has has any humans, ha, have they ever had sex in space? And they had to give the statement. They were so absolute about it. They're like, we know for a fact no human has ever had sex in space. But they set up a married couple. So come on. Come
1: on isn't even an option in space. You're in zero gravity. You're come everywhere. You're come yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it's
0: just like we'll get the windshield wipers going on it. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how they that's how they know that nobody's had sex in space because nobody's had to clean it up. <laughs>
0: So that's what NASA said, but let's talk about some of the astronauts here. I have some examples of what astronauts have said on the record about masturbating in space uh, in a 2014 men's health magazine. Uh, astronaut Michael Mullaney said that on his space missions, he would sometimes have a boner that I could have drilled through kryptonite. I just think that is just a humble brag here.
1: Like the whole the whole boner killer notion is immediately slain. Apparently, zero G has not created a zero G spot environment. You could definitely tell this guy is a former fighter pilot
0: because he's like, oh, I had a boner. <laughs> I, I get boners in places other people can't. How hard is kryptonite? <laughs> On the it's about an eight on the Mohs scale, right? (laughs) I don't know, man. I that's a good question. How hard is kryptonite? Because I know they've tipped bullets with it and shot Superman. It is not so hard that Michael Mullaney wouldn't be able to put his penis through it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Another astronaut by the name of Ron Guerin, uh, he admitted in an Ask Me Anything Reddit frayed that, quote, I know nothing that happens to the human body on Earth that can't happen in space. Uh, when asked whether erections happen in outer space. So he might have got, he might have popped a little bone. These people are just very fit, right? I mean, you got to be fit to be an astronaut, right?
1: Yeah, I know nothing that happens to the human body on Earth that can't happen in space. So he hasn't verified that masturbation occurs or sex occurs, just that erections happen.
0: So but I think because these are military men, we know that if erections happening, we know someone's jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew to do the jacked off on a fucking Black Hawk while I was flying in the air. And he actually went to go become a, a crew chief in 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment.
1: <laughs> Have any of these astronauts actually admitted to doing this?
0: So this is what Mark Kelly, the junior senator from Arizona, who's also an astronaut, he was asked by a reporter if he's ever masturbated in space. He took the fifth, which I think is as incriminating as you're gonna get from an American astronaut here. Um and then the, the last example I have here is actually from a Soviet cosmonaut by the name of Valery Polyakov, is how I think it I believe it it's pronounced Valerie Polyakov. Okay, Valerie. So Valerie said that psychological support service, which sounds like the just the most communist, like Bureau, I can think of here. They sent us up some nice, quote, colorful movies, that, which helped to recover our will to act like a normal adult male. So this guy is essentially saying, "Yeah, we definitely had we definitely had pornographic material sent up by our state government." <laughs> and then he said, "There's nothing to be ashamed of," which I'm not here to sh- masturbate shame. You know, uh, do whatever you want, Valery.
1: Now he served on. He spent 14 months in space. On the Mir space station, which is the which is the Russian space station. Yeah, right. Currently decommissioned. ISS is the the reigning champion of the sky for global space pursuits. But that means that astronauts masturbated on the Mir space station for sure. But we cannot verify ISS.
0: But we do know that Russia has sent up astronauts to the ISS. And why are they going to stop cranking it? well so I mean maybe this is just like a cultural competency issue they're like oh yes my second time up I'm just gonna hang around jack off like I normally do on the mirror and he's like doing maintenance in the bay and someone's like what the fuck are you doing he's like I'm psychological support service told me this is okay (laughs) Um, What I think is hilarious is that he also claimed that his superiors encouraged him to pack an inflatable sex doll for his 14 months mission. He says he declined that, but what a great boss. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you
1: you also have to figure it was the 90s, and people weren't as um, aware of sexual harassment in the workplace as they are today. And I think that – Russia is
0: perpetually in nineteen ninety four,
1: so <laughs> not much has
0: changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, have astronauts ever masturbated on the ISS? Uh, it's unclear. We definitely know that some astronauts can get uh, boners of space, and we definitely know this this Valerie guy he definitely there's no way he Yeah, blue jeans do it. and sex no all the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> But you know who else looks great in blue jeans? Rick Reynolds. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Rick, our our most recent podcast guest, he was wonderful. Played us in live and out live. Yep. And we are so grateful
1: for the use of his song United from the album Portals in Progress, which you can find on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon and virtually everywhere else. Look for him on Instagram, too. He's at Rick Reynolds, I think. I just realized. Right, doesn't it?
0: Uh, I, uh, he, he's at, that's what he told us, that he's at Rick Reynolds on, on Instagram. Uh, I just realized we didn't make a Space Force joke when talking about jerking off in space. That's a missed opportunity. I think we're jerking off on Earth. There's no Space Force in space. Not yet, not yet. The Space Force isn't a real military branch until they have their, their guys jerking off in places they shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> we have a social media. We are RecurPod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And we also have a Facebook page and a l- listener group. Uh, we also have a Gmail. We encourage you to send us your claims, complaints, all of which we will decide at our discretion, whether to read or not. That's RecurPod at gmail.com.
1: And it is, in fact, at Rick Reynolds, confirmed 100%. Oh, good. He's not a liar. Good. He, well, good. I didn't think he was a liar, but I wouldn't put it past us to miss. You wanted to fact something. check him. You wanted to fact check him. I wasn't yeah, I fact you. checking him. I was fact checking us. That, that makes more sense. That, that makes, more makes sense. way more sense because yeah. you, you need to. Well, you, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And we're checking ourselves <laughs> constantly throughout this
0: podcast. That is very on brand. Very on
1: brand. Um. <laughs> uh, I've also been uh, hanging out on Discord. I'm not sure if we're going to do anything with that anytime soon. As far as uh, servers, I don't think we'll start our own server, but we might join some of them. I've been having some great interactions on the Cast Junkies server with some other podcast makers. So check it out there. You can find me chatting, and I'm sure Matt will be joining us shortly. I made him download Discord
0: the other day. said, what am I supposed to do with this? And I said, I don't know yet. I do have a Discord, and I've never felt more like a boomer as I do when I'm on that <laughs> damn system. I'll tell you that well, right Well,
1: what now. I like about it is it, it feels like the internet did when I was a teenager, but I don't understand it because I'm not a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We, we are careening towards middle age, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. If between now and when next we meet, you find yourself on a strange social media platform wondering what's what and why there's a dab emoji, (laughs) we encourage you to do the research, pull your nine-year-old child aside and say, what does this mean and how do I use it? And by virtue of that, allow a small child to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself.
0: We are united, but we're so far apart. And it won't change till we change. But we won't. Oh.